Hello everyone, my name is Allison Dijak and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film and event listings here on Midtown Radio. Every week we'll be chatting about all of the local happenings in KW, from live music to comedy shows, DJ sets, burlesque and drag, festivals and markets, movies and more. We want to begin by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral people. We're grateful to be using this space this evening and recognize the enduring presence of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people still gathering, living, and working in this area. Now, our show will be live every week, every Thursday night from 7 to 8 p.m. And tonight we are broadcasting live on location from the Adventurers Guild Cafe in downtown Kitchener. It's on Ontario Street, right in that same strip as Legacy Greens. And I have to say, this is my first time here tonight. I have never been here, but I've always walked by and wanted to come in. It's bump it on a Thursday night. I love it. There's cool things on the walls. There's good drinks, good food going on, some fun music in the background. So we're super excited to be here tonight. So there's tons to look forward to on our show this evening. This week on the scene is welcoming three amazing musicians that I'm going to be chatting with. We'll be talking to local singer-songwriter Alyssa DVM. Alyssa has been releasing music since 2019 and just released a new single on the weekend we're going to talk about. We're also going to talk with her producer, Jacob Hummel, a bit about the track. And he is also joined by his bandmate, Joe McClellan. They both make the alt-rock duo Friday Empire, who also just released a new tune this week. So three great musicians that are all interconnected in some way. (laughs) We'll of course be giving you a full events rundown of all the awesome arts and culture events happening in town this weekend. There are so many amazing concerts hitting KW this weekend. And did you know there's going to be a giant pop-up park in front of Kitchener City Hall starting tomorrow? Lots of fun stuff to talk about, so stay tuned to find out more. So let's kick some kick things off with some music this evening. Our first show of the first song of the night, sorry, is by local group Hugo Alley. This is their song No Destination.
You just heard No Destination by Hugo Alley here on Midtown Radio. Now, Hugo Alley is playing at The Hub on Saturday night. If you've never heard of The Hub before, it used to be called The Wax. It's on King Street in downtown Kitchener. Uh, he's going to be playing with Harm and Ease and Royal G Symphony. So the show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets are $19. So you can check that out on Saturday night if you liked what you heard. If you're just joining us, welcome back to On the Scene on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak, and we have an awesome show in store for you. We're currently broadcasting live on location from the Adventurers Guild Cafe and Board Game Room in downtown Kitchener. And it's a pretty busy night here. It's super fun to see all the people hanging out, playing some games, and having a good time together. So over the next hour on our show, we'll be talking all about local arts and culture events going on in KW. And later in the show, we'll be chatting with local musicians, Alyssa DVM and the duo Friday Empire about their newest music releases and how the KW music scene has been treating them this past year. But before we dive into our interviews, let's chat a little bit about what's going on in KW this weekend. So if you take a look at all the events happening, concert season is back in KW. This fall, there have been so many shows going on at the Jazz Room, the Registry Theater, the KW Little Theater, the Conrad Center. So if you're looking for a great venue to watch live music, sort of get that undivided concert experience, definitely check out these places. There are acts like every single weekend coming up for the next little bit. I want to highlight one show that really stood out to me when I was looking it up. Um, McVitie is performing and they are a Kitchener-based electronic synthwave artist. So they are playing at the KW Little Theatre for their album release show. So McVitie is debuting his newest Halloween-themed instrumental electronic album which sounds super cool it is called lone killer and he's going to be joined by two openers for the show he's going to be joined by a group called unkind skies who are a hamilton-based alt rock band with heavy 80s rock influenced riffs and he'll also be joined by Seasons of the Senses, a Guelph-based electro-rock group with influences from EDM to industrial metal. So it sounds like a really cool show. Doors open at 8 p.m. They're $10 online and $15 at the door. And that is Friday night. Let me just double check here. Friday night at the KW Little Theater if you want to check that out. Now, if you're getting into spooky season, it's October after all, the museum in downtown Kitchener also has a pretty interesting immersive experience coming this weekend. They're hosting something called a grim night at the museum that's grim with two M's. It's on Saturday. There's gonna be two different performances at seven and 9 p.m. And this is described as an immersive theatrical performance by Transcendance Project 
Um, it says, discover the twisted, dark magic of our most beloved fairy tales in this hour-long experience. Each audience member will craft their own journey through the event in this immersive and voyeuristic experience to delight their senses. So, sounds very cool. Sounds like a sort of, like, choose-your-own-adventure come to life with a little bit of a Halloween twist in there. So, might be something worth checking out on Saturday night. Well, we're going to play a song now that has sort of a nod to that classic fairy tale as well. This is from local duo The Short Films, and this is their song, Mr. Wolf. Mr. Wolf, what you doing later today? I hear three little pigs just moved in down the lane. Might be nice to pop over and say hello. A friendly neighborhood welcome. I hear the one's a carpenter. Maybe he could fix that hole in your roof where the rain comes in. Patch it up quick with some straw and some sticks. Maybe slap some mortar on your chimney bricks. Oh, the pigs always make good neighbors, or so I've heard. They're nice and friendly and will share a pleasant word across the fence when you're mowing the grass or planting stuff in the garden. But just a word of warning, be cautious when you meet. Cause pigs been known to think of wolves as an awfully tasty treat. So don't misunderstand them when they ask you in for tea. Cause they always have a craving for a wolf between the teeth. To get out and enjoy the day Hang around in the sunshine You peer through the curtain Always watching like a hawk For those pigs squabbling Mosey around doing piggy things You really should just go over And say hello But just a word of warning Be cautious when you meet Cause pigs below to think of wolves As an awfully tasty treat So don't misunderstand them Mr. Wolf. 
You just heard Mr. Wolf by The Short Films here on Midtown Radio. Now, if you're ever looking to find more local artists, you can head to our website anytime and check out our local musician catalog. We're slowly working on adding as many Waterloo Region musicians as we can to the catalog to highlight the amazing talent coming out of this community. So you can head to our website, www.midtownradio.ca, click the Discover button at the top and check it out. And speaking of amazing local talent, sitting right next to me, there are my three guests for this evening. On the Scene is proud to bring in local guests each week to be part of our show and share in discussing all that is happening in the Waterloo Region's arts and culture scene. Tonight, I am joined by Alyssa DVM and Friday Empire. Alyssa DVM is a singer-songwriter from Kitchener who began releasing music in 2019. Growing up, Alyssa always had an ear for music. After finding her voice and passion for singing, Alyssa was trained as a rock vocalist and studied vocal technique and ensemble work at the School of Rock in Kitchener-Waterloo. She then moved on to study music at Mohawk College and Algoma University, but still calls KW home. Friday Empire is an alternative pop rock duo made up of Jacob Hummel and Joe McClellan. The pair wear their influences on their sleeve, drawing inspiration from alternative acts like Tears for Fears and Pearl Jam. They've been playing together since the end of 2021 and play regular shows almost every weekend in the Waterloo region. So welcome to On The Scene, Alyssa, Jacob and Joe. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you so much. Good to be here. Thank you. Yeah, so happy you could all join me and super nice to meet you for the first time. Yes, totally. Yeah. So are you all from KW originally? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And were you involved in music growing up? Like at home, in the community, at school? What was sort of your start to to getting into doing music. Yeah, Alyssa, what about you? <laughs> We're all looking at each other weird, but <laughs> yeah, I started taking music kind of seriously in high school. Um, I took a vocal class just because I needed an arts credit and mm -hmm. I didn't know how to draw or I didn't know how to do crafts. So I was like, oh, I'll just sing because I enjoy that anyway. And it kind of just unfolded that way. And I started taking it more seriously and got into a couple bands <laughs> in high school and School of Rock, like you mentioned. So. Yeah, I've just been kind of involved in the rock scene since grade nine. That's cool. So I had never heard of the School of Rock program. What was that run through? It was just like an independent business. Mm -hmm. um, it's unfortunately closed now. Okay. Um, that was a very heartbreaking moment. But yeah. um, I started that as soon as I kind of discovered my passion for singing. Um, and yeah, I did that for four years. And it really helped me hone my performances and nice. know how to kind of talk to a crowd. Although I feel very awkward talking right now, <laughs> but it's very fun to be here. So, Cool. Jacob and Joe, what about you? Where did your music journey start? I wasn't really into music until I was about 14, 15 years old cool. uh, in high school. And then I kind of got into it just from being around it. We all went to the same high school, so okay. I was surrounded by talent, obviously. So I kind of <laughs> just figured it out from there tried to make connections. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Um, so I grew up in a pretty musical family. Mm -hmm. uh, we all just loved music. My parents played, well, they still play instruments. They play guitar and bass. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of grew up 
around it always. Um, and then I kept at it, uh, and I've been loving doing it. But cool. ever since I was about 10 or so is when I uh, picked up guitar for the first time. Nice. That's awesome. So Jacob and Joe, you two are Friday Empire. Did you, were you playing music for a while together? I know you, d- you only started sort of releasing music and having this like social media presence as Friday Empire almost like a, only a year ago. When did you two start playing music together? Um, a little after we started on social media, actually. Okay. We started that stuff first, just because we started in quarantine. Yeah. Um, we were in a rock band together beforehand doing covers, but we kind of tried to make a switch over to little folky pop kind of stuff. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so I guess we've been playing since 2020. Nice. And uh, where did the name come from? I'm curious. <laughs> um. So loosely from, so I'm a big Star Wars guy. Okay. I like Star Wars a lot. And so you have the Empire Strikes Back, right? Nice. Um, and so I was like, well, that's kind of cool, but I don't want to be evil necessarily. <laughs> you know, I don't say yeah. that. So Friday was like one of the best things I could think of. Uh, so we <laughs> went with that, Friday Empire. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Take something evil and, and turn it good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really fun. Well, uh, speaking of like your social media presence, I was sort of looking around all the stuff that you guys have been doing, and uh, both of you have some amazing covers on your social media. Um, Alyssa, I saw you rocking some Olivia Rodrigo a few months ago, some Lana Del Rey, and uh, Friday Empire. You have a bit of everything. The Beatles, Michael Bublé, Sam Smith. I'm curious, what is your inspiration when choosing songs uh, that you want to learn for a cover and, and post? I typically try to take the approach of what do I want to see? It's very often we'll be spending an hour on a cover and I'll just say, I'd be bored by this. So we stop it all together and try and work on something new. And I'm sure Joe loves it, but it's my favorite thing to do. Nice. What about you, Alyssa? Uh, I usually just take my favorite songs at the moment. They definitely go on a rotation and I'll listen to the same album or song a hundred times in a row. And then I'll just pick something from like that kind of playlist of songs. Sometimes I pick like popular ones that I see floating around TikTok and mm-hmm. like my Lana Del Rey one, like Summertime Sadness was like very end of summer and I was losing my voice at that time oh, and it's yeah. a pretty low range song. So yeah. I was like, I'll just do that one. So kind of circumstances and also whatever I'm listening to at the time. Perfect. Yeah, both of you have been posting, I've noticed like a lot of TikToks, a lot of reels on Instagram. I feel like you, you do a really good job putting out regular content I'm curious how that's all going like our our music industry is sort of shifting to this really online presence like TikToks these little short videos how are you finding all of that's going <laughs> it's so funny trying to figure out who's answering first um I found it really hard I'm not gonna lie like when TikTok first came out I was so anti-TikTok I was like short videos suck and I yeah. just want to push like my YouTube videos out and clips of, of it on Instagram and so I don't have to do any extra like editing or mm. try and be funny because I don't think I'm very funny on social media <laughs> but I've been trying to kind of integrate more with it like find those trending TikTok audios and just like use that and since Instagram is shifting more away from longer video content and into the reels like yeah. ev- every video you post is a reel now it doesn't matter what it is if it's a horizontal video they're putting it on the reels tab so wow. it's kind of more about shifting just like 
even the visual aspects, so from horizontal to vertical, and then mm-hmm. just trying to find what's trending and use the right hashtags. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, what about you guys, Friday Empire? How's the TikTok in real life? <laughs> um, I quite like it. I, um, It's hard to find the balance between performing live and doing TikToks mm-hmm. because we got, as artists, we got to find time for both especially in the current musical landscape um but that that would be the biggest challenge i would say i i find that i i like doing either of those as long as i find the time it's very different worlds kind of preparing for posting on social media or preparing for a live event just because uh what you're doing is completely different. Um, it's a difference between like playing a set over and over again or playing the same song, let alone 40 seconds of it over yeah. and over again. Exactly. Do you find, I'm curious, do you find, like, what's your average amount of takes that you have to do? I'm not going to say, like, it's probably not a one-take wonder. Um, have there ever been some that you just post it and you're like, that's as good as we're going to get it. That's what it is. What do you think? <laughs> Usually, I think we do like 60, 70, oh and it's usually number 40 we go with. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's usually, it's like a, it's like a hill, you yeah. know? You like do so many takes, and then you get to the top of the hill, and if you do any more takes, it's just, <laughs> yeah, after that, we just sound <laughs> angry that we're yeah. even doing this. Yeah. <laughs> or like a little tired yeah. or yeah. something. So we found yeah. the sweet spot. That's funny. What That's about you, Alyssa? My problem, I look angry when I do a bunch of takes. So I can see it in my face. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't look good. Uh, I would say like 40 or 50 takes. I like looked at my recently deleted folder and I was like, oh, 36. I was like, we're making progress today. Not as many. Um, but yeah, it's tough getting a good one. And then I overanalyze all of them. So if I'm overanalyzing 36 videos, it's not very good use of my time. <laughs> oh, I feel like I would be the same. I'd be so critical. Like when you know exactly how you want to perform it and then something doesn't go according to plan. You're right. It is so different from a live performance where it's just, mm. it is what it is. That's how it came out that night versus like wanting to perfect it to a point of like, you know, a little bit of frustration oh, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, Have you been able to reach different audiences, do you think, with, like, doing, like, a stronger social media presence? Like, do you ever get people from TikTok, like, international people or people that have never heard of you that are commenting on things? One of the first connections we made on TikTok was an account called the Music Hype Guy. And he was just this guy from England who just hyped up new people on TikTok, and it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was like one of the first driving things on TikTok that kind of reached new audiences for us. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's kind of a fun thing about about doing TikTok, right? Like you never know who's going to look up a cover of Lana Del Rey that day or like a cover of, of whoever. So yeah, that is a really neat aspect of it. Yeah, very cool. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your in-person fans, back to those, <laughs> those live performances. Um, you know, the local music scene and live audiences you're performing in front of regularly. So Jacob and Joe, I looked at your November calendar and it is full. Like every weekend you're playing at least one show, if not multiple. For only starting less than a year ago, you've been able to build up quite the schedule. How is that going, playing all these live shows? Like, how have you been able to sort of build up this roster of places that you're playing at? Um, so it kind of starts by just calling someone. We 
we find out, hey, this place is live music. And then if we play a show there and they're like, this is great, come back, then we go again. Um, but a lot of it was honestly just looking up what has live music and then seeing from there. And uh, walking in a lot of places and getting told, no, we don't know what you're talking about. We've never heard of music. Uh, yeah, a lot of that. And then, you know, every 30th place will say, yeah, sure, maybe. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What have been some of your favorite places to play so far? Any standouts for you? I really like Rich Uncle here in downtown. Mm. Yeah. It's one of my favorite places to play. Uh, we also like brew ha- the brew house on the Grand in oh, Fergus. Nice. That's a nice little scenic spot. Yeah. Um, and then Maxwell's oh, music house when we can play it. Definitely. Yeah. I was I was just about to ask. You played Maxwell's in the summer. Was that your first time playing there? No, that was as Friday Empire. Yes. Okay. As Friday yeah. Empire. Yes. Cool. How was it? The first time there as like your new. That was, yeah, that was my first time there ever, okay. being on that stage. Joe had been there a couple times before, but yeah, it was definitely a cool experience. Nice, yeah. And Alyssa, you also recently played at Maxwell's. You actually hosted a female-fronted night of music mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. at the end of August. That show just sounded so amazing. Um, Tell us a bit more about how that came about. Yeah, so I've actually been organizing a lot of shows like that in different cities. Um, I did one in Hamilton a couple times, like at the very end of 2021. And then when we came back, there was another one that I was a part of. Um, And then I did one in Toronto as well. And it's just a way for me to try and integrate more women into like music like I've had experiences at gigs where they think I'm just like the girlfriend of Uh. one of the band members and it's so not cool with me so that's frustrating yeah it's super frustrating so I was just like "Hmm, how is there like maybe there's a way to kind of like avoid that like weird like oh women aren't in music like I'm not really sure where that comes from but I've been putting them on for like every couple of months um I did, yeah, two back-to-back in the summer, like July and August, um, so I, it does stress me out quite a bit, <laughs> but I, it's just a really good way to, like, support women in music and give exposure to more female-fronted bands, so it's really fun, like, once I get there and everything is okay. <laughs> yeah. When things are, like, going wrong, I don't really love it, but it's just, like, an important thing for me to do, because I feel like... I don't see it a lot, so it's just, yeah, important for me. <laughs> Amazing. Are there plans to do another one? Or yeah. Or series going? Definitely. I want to try and go Cambridge area. Um, nice. I believe Rhythm and Brews is my my next target, yeah. so we'll see how that goes. I'm kind of bunkering down and recording a little bit more right now, so just trying to fit it around that schedule. Of course. Yeah, it's always a balance. So, yeah, looking forward to the next one for sure. And uh, speaking of recording, let's talk a little bit about your new single you just released. It is called Over It. Yes. And congratulations. Thank honestly. you. Always getting a new song out there. So exciting. Mm-hmm. It is such a pop banger. The chorus <laughs> is so powerful. Thank I really, you. really enjoyed listening to it. Um, tell us just a little bit about the story, where this song came from. Yeah, I kind of start writing songs with like no clear goal in mind. I always start with verse one. This is very integral to the my like routine. So okay. I write verse one, not really sure what I'm talking about. And then as soon as I kind of start the chorus, I piece together like what I'm trying to say. So like this 
story and this song came just, it was just fueled by like anger someone had made me really mad in college and I was just like yeah this is what I'm writing about and then I just kind of commit in the chorus which is where the that entire yeah. chorus comes from and then verse two kind of follows the story a little bit more so it's a lot of vague lyrics in verse one and then it kind of all locks in and it just came from someone making me really mad so yeah i love it honestly it's super empowering like i just feel like i want to like blast it in the car and like drive really fast somewhere or something (laughs) (laughs) oh it's a really fantastic song thank you we're gonna take a listen to it now and then we'll take a quick little break and then chat with you all more to hear about more about the making of the song and also friday empire's newest release as well so this is Over It by Alyssa DBM. right in front of me conspire everything was make-believe and you told all your friends that you never see the light again but somehow I'm on your mind 24-7 curse my name defend your sins you think that you're the You're the good guy, but I'm over it. <laughs> Come on now. Didn't think I could see through the dark now. Relying on the sadness that you
That was Over It by Alyssa DVM, her newest release single. It just came out this weekend. Now, every week on On The Scene, we'll give you a listing of a ton of arts and culture events happening in KW. For a full listing of events going on this weekend, head to our website, www.midtownradio.ca, and check out the posting with live music, DJ sets, movies, comedy shows, dragon burlesque shows, festivals, markets, and more all around the city. Here are your entertainment listings for this weekend. In comedy, the Rusty Nail at the Crazy Canuck has an Oktoberfest spectacular. Friday night, they'll have Rob Bebenek. And Saturday, they'll have Martha Chavez. Doors are at 7 and show is at 8 p.m. Tickets are $25. In festivals and markets this weekend, Carl Zare Square in downtown Kitchener is hosting a pop-up park. It's going to be starting at 9 a.m. every day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and running till 8 p.m. There will be fun activities for the whole family, community events, accessible pathways and play, nature-based play elements, movies, and more. So check it out. In films this weekend, the Apollo Cinema in downtown Kitchener is screening Piggy, The Crow, Dark Glasses, and Interactive Casper. The Princess Original in Uptown Waterloo is screening God's Creatures, Pearl, and the 30th anniversary of Bram Stoker's Dracula. The Princess Twin in Uptown Waterloo is showing The Good House, See How They Run, Moon Age Daydream, and Bullet Train. And lastly, The Civil is screening The Lost Boys on Saturday night at 10 p.m. Tickets are just $5. In music this weekend, we have a ton of shows going on. At Abe Herb in Waterloo, you can catch Dan Walsh on Saturday at 8. At Babylon Sisters, DJ Bane is spinning some tunes at 9 p.m. At Descendants, Friday night, they're hosting the Four Corners Band, playing a mix of 60s, 70s, and 80s music at 8 p.m. The Duke of Wellington has music all weekend. Friday night is Alex Price. Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m., Johnny B is going to be playing. Saturday night, you can catch Robert Demir's duo. And Sunday, you can hear Almost Serious. At the Falls Road Pub on Victoria, you can catch Lucas Stagg on Friday night and Jamie Shea on Saturday night. The Hub in downtown Kitchener has... Golden Feather with Nicolette and the Nobodies and John Maxim on Friday night. Tickets are $20 and doors open at 7.30. On Saturday night at the Hub, Harm and Ease is going to be playing with Royal G Symphony and Hugo Alley. That's going to be followed by the Black Parade, an emo night, an emo dance party starting at 10.30. At Jane Bond in Uptown Waterloo, Friday night, DJ 88 is going to be there. And Saturday is going to be Music for the Masses' fourth year anniversary celebration with DJ Good Doctor featuring a Nine Inch Nails spotlight. The Jazz Room is hosting two concerts this weekend. Friday night is a continuation of their Women in Jazz series with Juliette Dunn and Le Trio Parisien, plus one. 
and Saturday is the Duncan Hopkins Quartet. The KW Little Theater has McVitie's album release show on Friday night, and on Saturday, Numis presents a mini festival of like instrument soloist concert. So this one is going to be featuring the guitar with Nylon Pereira and Wendy Eisenberg. Lana's Lounge has Double Impact on Friday night and Scott Wicken on Saturday night. Rich Uncle Tavern is going to have Dean James on Friday and Jasmine White on Saturday. At the registry, you can catch Andre Bisson's CD release on Saturday and Ben Bolt Martin on Sunday afternoon. And lastly in music at TWB, Just Fine is going to be playing at 7 p.m. on Friday night. On the stage this weekend, we have some fun drag shows and burlesque, burlesque shows coming your way. At the Kitchener location of Abe Herb, Cinched Events presents Drinks and Drag Queens, celebrating 100 years since Prohibition. Tickets are $15 and the show starts at 8 p.m. And at Descendants, they'll be hosting a sparkle party for last night, presented by Crystal Quartz. It starts at 8 p.m. as well. If you want more information or to check out those listings one more time, you can head to our website, www.midtownradios.ca, and catch up on all those titles one more time. Well, in the first half of the show, I started chatting with local musicians Jacob Hummel and Joe McClellan that make up Friday Empire, as well as local singer-songwriter Alyssa DVM. And they're back here with me to talk a little bit more about their music releases. Well, Alyssa, that was an amazing song we just heard before our break. During the song while it was playing, I was I was telling Alyssa how much I love the song and uh, saying I just want to like turn it up very loud in my car and sing it. And now that I know it's sort of this like angry inspiration, I, I love it. So I know we have a little bit of a small world situation here because Jacob is actually your producer as yep. well. And Joe, I know you've worked on the track too. Um, the production of this song is really fantastic. Lots of fun synths and pads to create this really full sound. Um, I know you talked a little bit about your songwriting process, but I'm curious, where did it all begin before all the production was, was brought along? Do you write on a guitar? Is it like an acapella voice note? Um, how does that sort of, how does the songwriting process work musically? Yeah, I always start with chords on an acoustic guitar. And I pretty much exclusively write on an acoustic guitar just because I can kind of fumble my way around it. Um, so it started on an acoustic guitar. Um, and then I do lyrics and melody at the same time. So it's pretty cohesive experience. And then I send that acoustic demo to Jacob and then he makes it so fun. So. Nice. Yeah, Jacob, what was the process of bringing this song to life? Uh, yeah, so usually Alyssa will write like a really good song and then send oh, it my gee. way. And it's uh, her singing with an acoustic guitar. So I kind of just figure out a cool tempo for it and throw on any instruments that I think or that Alyssa thinks would sound good on it and then see what the boss says. 
But yeah, this one was a lot of trial and error. Uh, it was supposed to come out a long time ago, but I took my time with it. And yeah, there's a lot of mistakes made with this one, kind of trying over again, starting from scratch. But yeah, I think the last little bit, we got a hang of it. Yeah, it's definitely, I feel like it's, uh, it's a little bit different from some of your older songs, like a little bit more... I want to say like electronic. I don't even yeah. know if that's the right way to describe it, but sort of more synths and stuff. Do you feel like that's a direction you'll maybe move towards, or just something you wanted to like try out for this song? What do you What do you think? I think it could be somewhere I go. I always like to kind of just change it up and see what we can do with the song. I think it's not. I don't really like to pigeonhole the genre I'm in. It's more for like sure. what does this song need, and then move kind of around that pace. Um, I always write on the acoustic guitar so my brain is always like oh this would be a really good acoustic guitar and voice song yeah. but it's important for me to not have every song sound like that so that's why I send it to Jacob and have him <laughs> throw every instrument on Logic library and see where we can go with it um, I think playing this one live before we had everything recorded really helped because I knew I wanted those shots in the chorus and then once we kind of figured that out it was easier to see an instrumentation kind of form around it very cool. Well, you've had a ton of awesome releases in the past two years. Um, what's on the horizon? I know you said you're spending more time recording and writing. Yeah, um, I do have plans for an album. Um, very beginner stages right now, but that is the next game plan. For sure. Oh, super, super exciting. Well, your newest single, Over It, is fantastic. All of our listeners out there, go check it out. You'll also be hearing it on Midtown Radio in the rotation. So, Really fantastic release. Congratulations on getting that one out there. Now, Jacob and Joe, let's talk about your newest single as well. I'm just surrounded of, by a table of people that have awesome new music out here. Um, your newest song is called New Room, and this is your first release of 2022. So how does it feel to have that one out in the world? It's good. It was a long time in the making, definitely mm -hmm. an older song, but it kind of happened naturally over the span of maybe six months okay yep um we kind of that was right before we were playing a lot every weekend mm -hmm. so we were kind of we kind of started that and then played a lot and it kind of made its percolated its way through our mind to make us uh a better end product from uh letting it sit there you know what i mean yeah, it was one of those songs where um, it was a, an approach of ours. We kind of had this idea of how do we make the room that we are in, because we record in a basement, how do we make that a part of the song? And then one day Joe's head was like in a shelf or something. I don't know, he was looking for something. And he like bonked his head and he was like, hey, that kind of sounds cool. So we started like making noises all over the room, just like scratching the wall, hitting stuff. And we made pretty much every sound in there from that. Yeah, I was going to ask about all that's going on because it's a really interesting song. There's like fun sound effects, there's voice clips, there's lots of really cool like synth lines and different effects. Um, yeah, it's a neat it's a neat vision for like wanting to create. I love hearing the story behind it that it that it's the room there. That's very neat. Um, I'm curious, so Alyssa was saying she writes her songs on a guitar. Do you find that you also write your songs like sort of in a simple way first, like just on one instrument, and then they evolve? Or, or do you sort of like you have this synth line in your head, or you have this like sound effect in your head? 
We always tell ourselves that we just want to write like a normal song and then try and make it sound cool, but yeah. then we find ourselves scratching the wall, <laughs> <laughs> making up weird drum patterns, and then we throw a piano on that, so then we write lyrics to it that kind of represent how we made it. For sure. Becomes yeah. something somehow. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, it becomes a, a, a fantastic song, really, really fun song to listen to and really like makes you think a lot because you're so curious about what the different sounds are as well. Um, so how did you to get into sort of like music production and getting to use all these different instruments and sound effects and things? You know, you said you're, you're recording in your basement. Um, when did you sort of take an interest in wanting to record these like multi-track, um, multi-track songs independently? It kind of came naturally with our first release back in 2020. With uh, it's called Lucky One. We mm. uh, we just had a song written on acoustic guitars, and then when it came down, we kind of said, "Let's record a demo." We didn't have a drummer because it was mid quarantine, so we just started smacking a table and used okay. that for drums. And I guess since that, that was kind of our thing. Wow! Oh, that that's so neat. I love it. And honestly. Props to, to you guys for doing it independent, like doing it on your own. It's a really impressive skill to, to master. And so to be able to work on that and keep sort of adding things to every new release, it's really, really incredible. Um, so as you said, you released a few singles throughout 2020 and 2021. Um, then there was sort of that gap in between before New Room. Is this sort of the start of a new era of Friday Empire or a new collection of music? Yeah. Um, this is, we feel like it's, we've kind of taken it to a next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is the start of a new chapter. We um, literally moved from one room to another room. Yeah. And so that kind of caused the inspiration for new room. It was like, we're in the new room. Yeah. And then... We're in the new room. And we were like, what does that even mean? And so that's when we went a little crazy and started hitting stuff and then recording that. Cool. So, and then it ended up. It yeah. Ended up. It also, a lot of the songs we had out up until this point were before we were playing live. Mm. So it was kind of what we thought we sounded like. And okay. then we started playing live with a band and figured out what we actually sound like. Nice. Very cool. Well, in, in a minute, we're going to listen to New Room. Um, but tell us just a little bit about the story behind the message of this song, the lyrics, where did they come from? Um, well, <laughs> um, just like we entered a new room, um, we kind of kept a similar story. We feel like the times are a-changing, kind of like what Bob Dylan said. Yeah. Uh, but that was our take on that sentiment. Perfect. Oh, well, I'm excited to share it with everyone on Midtown Radio. But before we do that, where can we catch all of you folks live soon? So Friday Empire, I know you have a ton of shows coming up. Is there like one in particular you're really looking forward to? There's a show. We haven't released details yet, but they're close to come. It it will be a throwback night, maybe with Alyssa DVM and some other acts. Okay. Somewhere we've played before. But yeah, that is to be announced still. Very exciting. Midtown Radio exclusive. I love it. (laughs) Alyssa, what about you? Any local shows coming up? Uh, Not local, unfortunately. Okay, that's okay. Unless I've got a little 
secret <laughs> whispers over here from Friday Empire if all goes well. But the three of us are playing a trio show at Badlands Brewery in Caledon. That's not very local, but, but that's okay. we are very, we play a lot together. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, awesome. Check them out on social media, Friday Empire and Alyssa DVM for lots more new great music on the way. Thank you so much uh, for coming and chatting with me. It's so nice to hear more about your music. No worries. Good to be here. Thank Thank you for having (laughs) us. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Of course. So uh, we're going to hear now Friday Empire's newest song. This is New Room.
You just heard New Room by Friday Empire, their newest single just released a few weeks ago. Well, we're getting towards the end of our time here on On the Scene for tonight. We've been live broadcasting from the Adventurers Guild Cafe and board game room, board game room in downtown Kitchener all night. And there's lots of cool stuff going on here. It's a lot of fun to see everyone just sitting around tables and having a good time over some drinks or some board games or some retro video games. Well, before we before we finish up for the evening, there's one more event that I want to chat a little bit about. So if you drive by downtown Kitchener tonight, there is a big park being set up in front of Kitchener City Hall. King Street is actually closed, I think, in between Ontario and maybe Water Street. I'm not sure which one it's closed at on the other side. But there is going to be a pop-up park in Carl's Air Square all weekend long. So it starts at 9 a.m. tomorrow and runs all through the weekend, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day until Sunday. So the pop-up park will feature accessible pathways and play, different nature-based play elements, an open green space for passive use and cultural activities, an open fire, picnic tables, natural seating, community food gardens, and interactive art. There's also going to be a sacred fire and opening ceremony led by a local indigenous elder and knowledge keeper at 9.45 a.m. tomorrow. So if you have the morning free, head down to uh, Carl's Air Square. Definitely worth checking out. Um, now that elder is going to be tending to the fire until 5 p.m. each day and doing a closing ceremony on Sunday at 5 p.m. There are also three movie nights happening in this space throughout the weekend. They're going to be at 6.30 every night. So if you're looking for an outdoor movie, catching those last days of somewhat warm weather, um, you can check it out. Friday night, they're going to be screening two films created by local Indigiqueer group Land Back Camp. Um, stories from Land Back Camp and Recollections and Imaginings really fantastic films uh, we had land back camp on our show back in the summer to chat about them and i highly highly recommend uh, folks to check those out if you're looking for something a little bit in the halloween mood saturday and sunday they're going to be showing hocus pocus one and then hocus pocus two so it sounds like a really fantastic space to check out this weekend. You can enjoy some passive time in the space, some of the program hap programming happening. There's a community picnic, a plant propagation workshop, tons of stuff going on. Um, you can check more of that out online and, uh, and have some time in the pop-up park this weekend. So that is all the time that we have for On the Scene tonight. Thank you so, so much to our sponsors, the Downtown Kitchener BIA and the Uptown Waterloo BIA. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Matt Rappolt, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. Special thanks to my guests, Friday Empire and Alyssa DVM for joining us and chatting all about their exciting music releases. Also, thanks to the Adventurers Guild for hosting us tonight. Tune in next week for another show highlighting all of the great arts and culture events happening around town. We always have lots of fun stuff to talk about, so it's always great having this show every Thursday night. 
If you stay tuned to Midtown Radio, you can hear new local music, a collection of Midtown Radio's most recent additions to our music library. Well, stay tuned or tune in next week for another episode of On the Scene on Midtown Radio. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you.